Good morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day. I am not wearing a hat because I had a brief trim of the hair yesterday. Shout out to my live in barber, Mrs. Danielle Day. And first things first, <laughs> barber, Mrs. Danielle. Yes, audio is good. Nice. We are set. Welcome in. Start of a new week. Pretty bright and sunny outside in Manchester for a change. That's impressive. Impressive. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my name is Graham Day, and this is the man that we call Bib, and that is a very nice muscle moose, team moose uh, hoodie you've got on there, Bib. Pretty stylish. It is very stylish. It's very comfortable as well. It is an oversized one. It's meant to be size medium, but I can get my double XL titties in it, so it fits. <laughs> That's all you can ask for. Uh, do you know if, if people wanted to get any Muscle Moose products for themselves? Maybe not the hoodie, but you know, just some nice, refreshing, relaxing drinks or some chips or maybe maybe a bit of Beaver. Mm -hmm. Beaver bar, Beaver bar. They sell Beaver bars. I didn't mean it that way. Come down, chill out, chill out. <laughs> uh, would there be a code in chat that people could type in for that? Uh, yes, there is. It's ice cream twenty five. Uh, I'll use the command exclamation mark muscle moose and you should be able to find the discount code in there as well for the bros that are in the chat nice nice uh, beaver bars by the way are little chocolatey um uh protein sort of bars they're well nice i just i just like the stuff. like little twixes but miles better yeah and it says beaver in it as well so you, you can you can banter anyway welcome in everyone how are we all doing see there's a lot of people in chat already which is nice to see it's a nice early start to the week and everyone's already here that's what you want to see productivity monday morning shaggers you yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah 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 um so for those of you who don't know i'm assuming most of you do uh but my name is graham this is bib and we are ice cream uploads and in true ice creamy fashion this is the scoop Stay frosty, yeah. as daniel day drops a 15 month twitch prime Woo. Cheers, babe. Hey, and, and he's dropping some of his uh, channel points as well for the disco session. I mean, Danielle's just giving you that with a sub, but here we go again. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Cheers for the sub, babe. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. If you do have a prime lying around, feel free to just just get rid of it. Just throw it at us. We'll take it away. You don't have to worry. It's like when you get get rid of your old fridge. And you've got like, oh, I've got, 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 got the faff of getting rid of it. Get rid of your old primes by giving it to us. We'll get rid of it. It's fine. Um, anyway, as I was saying, this is the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves. We go live each and every single weekday on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream plans at 10 a.m. Ish. 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. We do have an emote for the ish because of that exact reason. It's one minute, two minutes now past 11. So 10 a.m. Ish. Uh, each and every single weekday, we go live on Twitch. And if you're in the chats, like I see a lot of you are, please feel free to get involved. Use your voice because we want your thoughts and impressions. The reason we want your thoughts and impressions is because we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest and the best breaking stories from the world of video games. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. See, there's a lot of thoughts and impressions that have just been mentioned there. So feel free, you know, give us your thoughts. Maybe your impressions. I don't know. Well, anyway, do jump in the chat with those said thoughts and impressions because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video podcast that goes up on youtube.com forward slash ice cream uploads and an audio podcast that goes on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play and iTunes. Oh my God, I forgot one. Wow. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Play. There we go. Uh, if you are listening or watching on demand, uh, please feel free to get involved in the comments if you're on YouTube, whatever. Nice, nice. But if you are listening and watching live, feel free to use your voice on behalf of those watching and listening on demand. Uh, just a reminder, Today is the first day of the month, and not only is it the first day of the month, it's the first Monday of the month. Um, exclamation mark loot drop in the chat if you want to bag yourself a prize, uh, or, or a chance to bag yourself a prize. Anyway, we have the loot drop, which is a giveaway that we do each and every single month where we give something back to one subscriber. You have to be a subscriber. It's a subscriber-only giveaway, and this month's prize is... Uh, a piece of ice cream uploads merchandise of your choice from our gamers apparel stores. If you want to see the, the merchandise, 
exclamation mark merch if you want to uh, get involved in the giveaway exclamation mark loot drop we will pick that giveaway a little bit later on today um i don't think i have the availability to jump back on stream so either if baby jumps on um, he does it or if not we will just do a pre-recorded uh, one as we did before and drop the video into our discord you have to be in discord and in the loot drop channel to be entered um, as it explains with exclamation mark loot drop so, so do that do that do that get involved and uh, yeah that's it we'll leave the uh, the pre-stream messaging at that point in time <laughs> good weekend bib uh yes i don't know i don't think i did much if anything did nothing played some horizon world um i'm i'm pretty far into it now to be honest with you I, I, i've got to be nearly finishing it i've done so many races i was on with my brother last night actually i've just seen him in the chat Hello, lad, lads. <laughs> i was speaking to him last night as he was, as he was getting beat by my our little cousin um <laughs> he, he, he will protest that he was in that was winning um but it actually wasn't because i've got videos of him getting absolutely smoked by any people carrier <laughs> but yeah it, it's a good weekend um and there he is in chat all caps i won <laughs> three exclamation <laughs> did some games night on saturday uh, with our friends over discord and jackbox party it's such a good game that um so a few of them was playing it for the first time so they enjoyed that, but yeah, it was again not really doing much. Um, went shopping. That was the, that was the big thing this weekend. Went shopping. Oof, Got some steaks. Wild child. That's it. Absolute wild. I know, child. yeah. The steaks for the uh, the old ten years. Uh, no, that was actually for last night. Oh God, honestly, I was, was Finder's crispy pancakes and asthma. Finder's crispy pancakes, chips and beans. Jobs yeah. are good. Spam fritters tonight. <laughs> hey, I fucking love a spam fritter. So, yeah, uh, they're horrible. I love spam, but the spam fritters are disgusting. Oh, I love spam. Love spam fritters. Just get it all in my belly, on my face, here, hey. Uh, anyway, uh, before I do any horrible uh, stereotypical languages, let's move on. Nice. Let's jump into some news. Um, uh, shout out to Chappers who jumped in very early on with the uh, message. Boy, have I been waiting for the pair uh, for. Waiting for the day the pair of you have to talk about a baseball game. Well, today is that day. You can, you know, you know, chill out, sit, take a seat, take a seat, uh, and probably fill in all of the blanks that we have because, you know, I don't have all of the uh, baseball knowledge. But we can jump through this as PlayStation Studios looks set to publish its first Xbox game in 2021. This is written by Andy Robinson at VGC, and it says... Uh, MLB The Show pictured on Xbox format after licensing deal confirmed cross-platform strategy. Uh, PlayStation looks set to bring its long-running MLB The Show baseball series to Xbox platforms this year. That's according to a leaked uh, box art image via credited leaker, a nerdy dad, what a name, on Instagram, displaying The Show 21 for Xbox One, complete with a PlayStation Studios logo brandished alongside the rival Microsoft branding. It was first announced in December 2021 uh, that the previously exclusive PlayStation franchise would be coming to additional console platforms for the first time as part of a multi-year extension to Sony's video games licensing deal. A joint statement from Major League Baseball and Sony Interactive Entertainment said the multi-platform release would happen as early as 2021, while no specific platforms were mentioned, both Nintendo and Xbox retweeted the news while sony has recently explored publishing games on non-playstation platforms releasing several pc ports uh, on the epic game store this uh, the show would represent playstation studios first release for rival consoles the playstation studios brand was unveiled last summer and will be used on all games developed and managed by sony 
in comparison, Microsoft has shown far more willingness to release its titles on other console platforms in recent years. To date, it's published Minecraft on multiple formats, released Cuphead and Ori for Nintendo Switch, and put Banjo-Kazooie in Smash Brothers. Uh, later this year, the Xbox firm will publish Psychonauts 2 for PlayStation platforms, while Bethesda titled Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop will remain timed PS5 exclusives for the company agreed to be acquired by Microsoft. However, there are signs that Sony could more actively pursue a cross-platform strategy in the future. In a corporate report published last summer, Sony said it would explore bringing more PlayStation exclusive to PC following Horizon Zero Dawn's release on the platform, as well as Horizon, former PS4 exclusive Death Stranding and Detroit Become Human also released for PC last summer after their exclusivity deals expired. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. We don't need to go into the uh, off-topic bits. Um... What we will do though is jump into the chat and say good morning to Enix, who says yes, my bromins. Uh, I don't know, what, yeah. I don't know what a bromin is. What? 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 <laughs> good morning, good morning. I'll read. Um, Kulan, good morning, dude. Mr. Gary Clark, Plum Rico, uh, Chapuzu, we've already shout out. Tito is here too, and uh, I think oh, Mr. T, Mr. T, Mr. T. Good morning. I think I've maybe called everyone for Mr. Oh no, I've seen obviously Max we've shouted out already. Um, welcome in, welcome in. Please feel free to jump in to the chat with your thoughts and opinions. But PlayStation now have their first potential confirmed. It's not confirmed yet, um, so take it with a pinch. But potentially their first confirmed game. Coming to the Xbox, what are your thoughts, babe? It's almost like Sony like money, isn't it? I know, I made um, <laughs> Letting a franchise like this um, go on to the uh, go on to Xbox so more people can play it. I I'm going to echo what people are saying in the chat about it being an amazing game. I mean, I, I say echo it in terms of I've heard that it's an amazing game, but it's is this the only baseball game that there is out there? Because I genuinely... I'm British, you know what I mean? I'm not the guy that's staying up till three o'clock in the morning watching baseball or NFL. It just, that doesn't, both sports that I don't really like and I can't, probably will never be able to get into. But I, is think, this I franchise... think you said something like only Whoppers do that before we went live well, as well. Anyway, Chappers. Exactly Chappers. Sorry to our, uh, <laughs> our American cousins from over the pond for insulting you there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's sports that I can't really get behind. However, I can get behind sharing the love of this game. I really don't know whether or not there is more than one baseball game. If there is, I reckon it's probably an arcade game. This strikes me as being a, a simulation. So the fact that they clearly like money and they're going to send this over to the other consoles, uh, it's a fantastic move for them. Where do we start? Where, where does this go now, though? If this is like the main, uh, this is like, I don't know, I won't even use like NBA or football games as an example, but if this is the only simulation <clears> of this game and they're opening up the doors to it to be on another console and they like the money coming through, where does this leave us with other franchises on the PlayStation? Um, is this going to be the only exclusive that's going to be had its ties cut and been opened up to many other consoles? I've no idea. I mean, it's stated in here, likes of Horizon Zero Dawn uh, and become uh, Detroit Become Human, Death Stranding, all of those games have now been able to get played on PC. What are the chances of these games coming to Game Pass eventually? Who knows? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. I mean, that's that's something. Obviously, the fact that this is coming out on um, <clears throat> on Xbox is kind of how can I? What's the, what I'm trying to say? This isn't necessarily a PlayStation game. It's been developed by PlayStation Studios, uh, um, so you kind of think, okay, that's their game, but it's an external one. It's a license. So to work with MLB, Major League Baseball, they also are 
um, held a little, held to task by what they want for their brand. So the fact that it's coming out on Xbox isn't necessarily the same as Uncharted coming out on Xbox. Um, okay, that's fair yeah. enough. That's fair enough. We can understand that. Um, apologies, you will hear noise in the background. Work is still being done in the house. Uh, the the sex barn or whatever we called it, it's still in progress. It's it's, it's almost done, but not quite. Um, so yeah, that coming out on on rival formats. It's kind of non-surprising. That's probably par for the course with signing that license stuff. But the interesting bit is, like you say, is the Game Pass stuff. It's not just a case of buy the game on another format. I mean, would it come to Game Pass? Because that is not only buy the game on another format, but that's buy the game on another format and fund audience retention, customer retention. Because that's what Game Pass is. As well as being a recruitment tool because it's such a wonderful deal, it's also a retention tool. Even if you stop playing on your Xbox and you go to your PlayStation and start playing there or your PC or Switch or whatever, you're still paying your ten ninety nine a month for Game Pass or whatever it is for Ultimate. Yeah. Um, and if you bought into that for MLB The Show, you could effectively be, be just paying into the Microsoft ecosystem and being bought into their retention tools as a result of PlayStation's developed game. <laughs> that's, that's, that's quite yeah. bizarre. That is quite bizarre. I mean, it makes sense, but it's, it is quite bizarre. Um, let me jump back through the chat because there has been a few comments. Um... Uh, Enix says Microsoft might do this with the Bethesda games, maybe potentially. Potentially, let's jump, let's put a pin in that for just now, and we'll jump back onto that one. Um, this game was always going to be published by Sony, as they're developing it for the Xbox and the Switch. Uh, MLB told Sony that if they want to keep using the license, they have to get more people to play it uh, by making the game multi-platform. And if they didn't do that, they'd not renew the contract with PlayStation. Ooh, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. Forced into it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Asim says makes complete sense if they do obviously once again if uh, being it's probably like, uh, likely and the fact that we've seen packs and stuff out there already is is something that could show it but obviously take it with a pinch nobody knows the uh, validity of those whether they are real or not um, uh, supposedly MLB The Show is an amazing game and sells incredible numbers so will be interesting to see says Enix good morning David said we used to pester our dad for spam fritters uh, that often that he ended up saying that they stopped making uh, the right flour to make them <laughs> <laughs> that's true true story uh yeah it's fantastic for uh for branding for mlb to be honest anyone complaining about more people getting the only great sports game in current day times are taking the mick it's a superb series and the mlb needs help with getting its name back out there do you know some as someone that i'm pro american sports in terms of uh, i love the concept of american sports but i am i am your typical english person in terms of nfl yeah that looks amazing MLB, yeah, that also looks amazing, but but my insight has mainly come from some some sport, but a lot Hollywood kind of thing, TV programs, film. Uh, so I love the idea of baseball. I love the idea of ice hockey. I love the idea of uh, American football, but don't know anything about them or how they play. Um, so taking that 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 as my background, okay, I don't really have a say on, on the state of how baseball is right now. But my impression, as someone that's not really in it, is has has baseball dropped off? Um, because obviously, so brands do go through like global fanfare. I mean, anyone that's seen The Last Dance will have known how Michael Jordan put uh, basketball on the world stage uh, again, and then it kind of started uh, dropping off. And then you've got the likes of Kobe's and then the Steph Curry's and whoever else uh, can can reposition in it. Is is baseball up there? Because I mean, I remember watching. A bajillion and one films like um, Sandlot and League of Their Own and, and whatever when I was a kid around baseball. There just doesn't seem to be that much of a 
an umph around it. Is that just because I'm not in the sport, or is that yeah. the sport in general? Because I mean, it, it, I could be going. It's not famous anymore. Like 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 PUBG fans coming on Twitch and going dead game, <laughs> baseball yeah. dead game. But do I really know? Because I'm I get my, a lot of my news. Is it just that Hollywood's not shouting about it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But either way. Getting access to the full market of video game console players is huge marketing. And mm -hmm. if um, I draw a quite a draw uh, a long comparison, yesterday I started watching that Toys That Made Us uh, program on Netflix, and it was like it has different episodes about certain brands, so like the Star Wars history of Star Wars. Is that toys. with James May? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it, it's I want to say Patton Oswalt narrates it, but I don't actually know. It sounds like Patton Oswalt narrates it, but it's basically it'll it'll show you how Star Wars toys took over the industry, and then the next episode was Barbie, and the next one was GI right. Joe, and the next episode was pff, can't remember He Man, He Man, that's what it was, um, and then I think there's like a Power Rangers episode and and so on. Um, but one of the running themes through that is toys can can start industries, but toys that. Um, are funded in some form of media, uh, are not funded, helped by some form of media, be it a comic book or a cartoon or a film or a TV series, they, they are much more successful. So let's just mm. classify baseball the game as a toy. The way that you can get that much more successful is to give it the media boost, and that's exactly what video games of today do. Yeah. So if it was a failing spot, I'm not saying it is because I don't believe it is, but if it was, or if it just needed a bit more of oof, then yeah. A top-level uh, game across both consoles is a good way to do that. Absolutely. Um, okay, jumping back through the chat again. Then. Um, do, 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 do. Wow, there's been a lot of comments. Woo! <laughs> um, uh, I do hope they drop a PC port sometime in the future. The modding community has revitalized PES, and there's a lot of scope for that on MLB The Show Games. Super Mario, thank you very much for the follow. Ferno, thank you very much for the host as well. Good morning, you beautiful people. Welcome hey. in. Morning. Are you actually the Super Mario? Because if you are, let's go! Yeah. Uh, been waiting, waiting That's actually pretty good. for months to say that. <laughs> let's go! <laughs> uh, uh, da, 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 where did we come to? Ultimately, it comes down to money. In most situations, this doesn't make sense to be completely exclusive. Uh, the bulk of profit comes from software sales, so doing this makes sense along with what Gary Clark said regarding the MLB situation. As Enix alluded to, it can see Xbox doing the same with Bethesda games. Wouldn't surprise me. Widen the base, increase profits. Uh, there's other baseball games, but they're not MLB licensed. Um, we had a few comments on that. Gagad, good morning. Welcome in. How are we doing? Um, baseball is in a bit of a sorry state right now. There's definitely a large contingent that are old folk. There's a big issue that kids aren't fussed nowadays, really. Um, also, I wasn't too bad then in, in terms of... Like I say, I'm not um, uh, what you class as a baseball fan. I'm pro baseball, but not going out of my way to find it. And I think the fact that yeah. I'm not going out of my way to find it, but it's not finding me, is where my opinion is being formed. Um, but like I say, you could speak to a diehard baseball fan and go, no, nope, you're just an outsider. You're, like, nope. yeah. <laughs> you're a gajin. You're different. Get out of here. Uh uh, EA Sports NHL 94 was a great game. Love the fighting bit where the gloves came off. I fucking uh, any any NHL game where you get into a bit of a punch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> attendance uh, attendances were dropping at, at some teams in the last few years. Baseball is still classed as America's sport, huge in North America, Japan. But outside of that, it's pretty hit and miss. Um, da, da, da. Did you know, Gary, that it was invented? By uh, invented in England, and that Derby County and Aston Villa started out as baseball clubs. Really? 
Fuck all that. That explains why they're so crap at football. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I mean, I didn't mean it, but I'm not sorry. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Meg it. Uh, Grealish has been involved in one or two hit and runs. <laughs> I am not liable for that. <laughs> Neither is Eve, from the sounds of it. Uh, baseball's mega in Japan. We saw 1.4 million different baseball games when we were in the Japanese game stores. <laughs> um uh, da, 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 da. Morning, lads. New trim, great. Yes, yes. Freshly trimmed. Um, my live-in barber, um, the missus. She's uh, she's at that point where she's confident now. So it, it took took her probably about an hour or so to cut my hair the first time, mainly because she was scared of like butchering it for me, which is which is which I appreciate. Um, but yesterday flew through like good good twenty five minutes. Yeah, all sorts. It all has to come off. Hmm. If it all has to come off, just stick it out. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what that's why I've been wearing a hat for the last month. Sorry, babe. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's more the laziness and and just sticking a hat on in the morning jumps good. But uh, no, she she done me good. She done me proud. Um, uh, James May show called was James May's Toy Stories. Ah, okay. No, I've not seen that one. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, Robo Daniel says uh, late night baseball on Channel Five used to be great. Um, yeah, I remember late night baseball and ice hockey used to be on. Good morning, by the way. Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, only place I ever watched. Uh, Think games like Wolfenstein, etc. will go multi-plat with Microsoft Game Studios, Starfield, Elder Scrolls, and Doom will most likely say Xbox Series X. Exclusive. Strongly disagree. Ooh. Okay, let's jump into that uh, conversation then. We put a pin in it to start off. So, for those of you that may be um, late in, this is where the conversation started. MLB The Show, which is an officially licensed MLB Major League Baseball game, uh, has been exclusive to PlayStation due to. Uh, conversations with uh, MLB. Uh, thanks for the Im- info there, Gary Clark. Um, Sony have been kind of forced into appealing to the whole of market as opposed to just the blue side of the market, which has now led to this. Once again, take with a pinch. Hasn't been confirmed, but there is now an Xbox One version of MLB The Show complete with PlayStation Studios branding on the artwork. So the conversation was regarding getting PlayStation-branded games on an Xbox console. That's not something that happens. Um I have I have uh, been involved with conversations, and I am aware of other conversations regarding getting brand uh, sponsorship in games that can go cross-platform. So, say if Microsoft wanted to to sponsor something in a game to get their logo stuff in it, and then that appearing on PlayStation, no, 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 can't do that, and vice versa. So, I know that sort of stuff happens. So that's that that is pretty significant in itself. It's slightly different because it's a publishing element. It's not within the actual game itself, but that is significant. So following on from that significant, another significant function, uh, a discussion point, is the fact that ZeniMax Media, which owns Bethesda and everything underneath it, um, has now been bought by Xbox as of September-ish last year. It's still not finalised, but it's going through. Um, there are things in the works. So Deathloop and what was the other one that was mentioned within here? Uh, da, 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 da. I... Yeah, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, that's it. Uh, they will remain timed PS5 exclusive. So those deals were struck before Cinemax Media was bought out. These are games that are now going to be owned by Xbox that are coming to PS5 exclusively for a limited time first. Will they come with Xbox logos on it? Or will they stay as Bethesda? Um, and will is that something that Xbox might change going down the line? So if they have their own brand games, will we see... Elder Scrolls appearing as Bethesda on Xbox, but then if something comes to PlayStation, will Xbox start going, oh, well, we'll have Xbox Studios on that. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. 
Um, I can brand it however they want, but there would never be a more stupid business decision than just keeping the likes of Doom and Elder Scrolls on Xbox. Fair enough, they may end up getting it topped up by people playing it on Games Pass on PC, or however meaning that they're able to play it on a PC, but there is no way, no way that they're going to give away so much money by not putting it out on PlayStation. It won't happen. It can't happen. They'll, they will... The, the amount of PlayStations that are out in the wild compared to the Xbox, it just doesn't make any business. It doesn't make a good business decision in my mind. There is no way. Um, like Ro, uh, like Robo says there, Robo, Jesus, every single time. Timed exclusive, worst case scenario. I, I, I honestly can't even see that. It's Those, those two... Uh, but those two games, those two IPs make too much money for Bethesda to just turn their nose up at going on to the other side. Like, fair enough, there may be ones like Starfield that may end up going over there. That's neither here nor there, but there's no way, no way that Elder Scrolls is going to be a time ta- exclusive or not come out of the PlayStation. They can't afford to do it. There's there's far too many uh, PlayStation consoles out there for them to not be able to try and get that market. The sales will be literally at least half, and then maybe half from that are people that are actually interested in uh, Elder Scrolls. It it can't happen. It absolutely won't. Yeah. See, I'm. If you ask me with um, my heart, no, you're absolutely going to get Doom and and Elder Scrolls and everything on multi-platform because these games sell shitloads and there are huge audiences, particularly if we have the same status quo that existed in the last generation um and that status quo let me just try fix my lights there we go that status quo is um playstation outsell xbox two to one so if you're xbox and you've just bought zenimax media and you've just spent almost twice as much as it cost to buy lucasfilm um and star wars and everything that disney have earned off that that was four million you've just spent over seven and a half uh, four billion you've just spent over seven and a half billion on this you need to make that money back um, I mean, you kind of don't because you've got all the money in the world, but still, you do need to make that money back to make the, to, to balance the books. It would be foolish to not give potentially 66% of the market access to your game. Just the console market, obviously not the PC market. That's that's about 50% on its own. Um, but 66% of the console market, not giving that access is crazy. That said... Yeah. Um, whilst that's what my heart says, my, my, my head and I'm... I'm thinking there is a bit of doubt in there. I, I, it would be stupid. I agree with the sentiments in the chat. Um, Asim and Robo have said the same thing. Uh, at worst, they will do what Robo Daniel say, uh, says in terms of timed exclusives. There is a hint of doubt in me, though, just in how aggressive uh, Game Pass has been in terms of reducing um, uh, the price, not reduce, keeping the price fairly reduced in terms of the amount of money that you could spend in a year on Game Pass is equivalent to two full-priced games, and most people will buy more than two full-priced games. That is surely a decision that's to increase market share. So they are losing money to increase market share there. If they don't put the games onto other platforms, that would be a decision that would cost them, but could push market share. I'm not convinced that that is what they will do, um, but the fact that that has been so aggressive does make me think, hmm, maybe. But then when I start to think about it a little bit more, then I start to think, okay, well, maybe maybe they will just push the angle that we spoke about previously. 70 quid is what the game's going to cost you on PlayStation, or you just get it free on Game Pass, and pushing yeah. it that way is another way to kind of uh, push market share. It's not as as uh, aggressive, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's still a really good point. Um, yeah. 
if people start, if people have the option to buy it on the PlayStation Five for seventy quid, PlayStation players are not going to be asked that people are getting it to play it on the Xbox Game Pass. They will not be asked one little bit as long as getting that game. This year is the ten year anniversary that of Skyrim. This year, and we are not expecting to see uh, the Elder Scrolls Six for at least another three years. There's no way that they can hold that game out and not be able to get it played on on PlayStation. I mean, it, there's very it's very rare that my mind gets changed uh, that. Um, that I'm not willing to change my opinion on stuff because my opinion changes on everything all the time. However, when it comes to the Elder Scrolls and Doom to a massive extent as well, there is no way that they can give that money up. Like the timed exclusive thing, yeah, I could probably see it, but again, it's lost money. Like when this game first comes out the first week and they're trying to say that it's the best game in the charts of all time. This is this, this, the new Elder Scrolls game has the potential to become one of the best selling Bethesda games of all time when it comes out eventually. So there's no way that they're going to not have that that easy money. It's easy money for them to be able to have if they put it on PlayStation. If they don't put it on there, then again, this sounds like a butthurt PlayStation comment, but as a business decision, it makes zero sense to not have easy money. <laughs> because people are fighting, video game studios are fighting for money. This is the easiest win. This is the biggest slam dunk that they could possibly have. And there is no way. They're too, far too smart to not have that. The time exclusive thing, as you say, a worst case scenario for consumers, but it it can it it seriously can. This will be that'll be one of the <clears> stupidest <throat> things I've seen in video games. Yeah, ever. See, see I once again agree. I agree. I, I I don't see them going that way, but there's still an element where I think mm, maybe. And then I mean, factoring in the the aggressive marketing nature of games pa- uh, Game Pass, then factoring in Phil Spencer's comments where he said okay we we don't want to, to stop people playing our games that's not why we bought it so we were all like okay whew, okay everyone chill out it's not all going xbox exclusive it is for everyone games are games but then two weeks later um phil spencer came out and said but don't get me wrong i mean we will be looking at making profit off our games in uh ways that will benefit us so then i mean that could mean anything that could be just Okay, we'll charge for PlayStation and it'll be free on Game Pass. It could mean that, but there is a, a hint of okay, maybe, maybe they're not going to put it on PlayStation. I think they will. I do think they will. I, th- I agree with you, Devil's Advocate, and the little bit of a, a niggling doubt thinks there's a chance. Yeah. But well, it, have it, they actually bought it yet? Like uh, officially, they've put have in. They actually bought it? They've put in the offer, but with anything like that, it takes shitloads of time for all of the yeah. uh, paperwork and shit. So effectively, yes, but. Realistic, uh, officially not. <laughs> yeah, it's PlayStation. Well, boom, eight billion. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it doesn't, and then it doesn't come to Xbox Game. But now, with games like this, it's it's such an easy win for them to be able to make money across all platforms. And with, I don't want to say with Xbox not making as much. Well, they're not. The Xbox simply aren't probably. Well, I, I say simply probably. It needs to be either one or the other. I'm not too sure. I don't have access to their financials but i'm pretty certain playstation in terms of hardware and software sales and maybe outselling games pass i don't know um i, I might be stupid <clears throat> to say but in terms of the hardware and the software sales on playstation it was nearly like four times as much as on the xbox as the xbox game pass maybe boost that up so it's a little bit of a closer race yeah i'd, I'd say that's definitely closed some of the gap I, I, it was such a significant gap though um and also 
hardware versus software salespeople have no issue with buying the PlayStation games. Not that there's many new ones at the moment, but people mm. were happy to throw 70 quid at Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and, and whatever. Yeah. So you get two people to purchase Spider-Man, Miles Morales at 70 quid. You've earned more than one person getting Game Pass. I know that's a two-to-one ratio, but the chances are a lot of people are going to buy more than two games in a year. So I think it yeah. will help close the gap, especially as they had like a three million growth in the... The, the quarter at the end of last year following the uh, release of Series X. So they definitely are earning more, whether that's helping bridge the gap. Um, mm-hmm. We will see. We will see. I just want to point out, um, in equal parts amazement and equal parts shaking my head, I actually put my hands on my face after I laughed. So if that's not amazement and disappointment at the same time, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. But uh, Magic Man says the status quo should be whatever we want. And then Gagad says, well, if the status quo is maintained, will the sales go down, down, deeper and down? <laughs> yeah. Status quo reference that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so there you go. There you uh, go. Um, surely our demographic is old enough to know that. Uh, see, I, I don't really know much about status quo, to be fair. I, I remember that one and then... Okay, I say I remember that one. I was about to say I remember another one, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, is it... Rocking all over the world, I think it is. Rocking all over the world. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there you go. Anyway, uh, and that box cover art is a league. Has it now been confirmed as officially real? I don't believe so. It could have, but I don't believe so at the moment. There's nothing in this article that says that is the case, which is what allows me. I haven't done any uh, research into it. It just says. Um, PlayStation looked set to bring its wrong, uh, long-running MLB The Show Baseball Series to Xbox platforms this year. That's according to... Oh, my hat just fell off. That's according to a leaked Xbox image. <laughs> just literally fell off the top. Nice. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's according to a leaked box art image um, leaked by a nerdy dad. And the image is watermarked uh, by a nerdy dad too, which makes me believe not confirmed. Um, uh, okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Uh Timed exclusive is the worst case scenario, in my opinion, uh, said Robo Daniel. And then, as we mentioned, Mr. T agreed. Um, uh, da, da, da. Worst for consumers, I mean. I get the business choice for it, says Robo Daniel. Uh, Sony working for. Uh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Oh, no. Scrolling. Sony work, working at Microsoft. It's almost like that Johnny Bravo bit. Welcome to the zone where the normal things don't happen very often. Uh, was that the. Uh, the out, Not our limits. Not. Twilight Zone kind of knockoff. That's what it was. Uh, at least with timed exclusives, they can essentially have two launches and two boosts to profits in two different periods. Uh, reminded me, needs to pre-order Neo 2 complete on PS5. Well, there you go. That's what we're all here for. Accidental reminders. Enjoy. Uh, personally, I think Xbox want to devalue exclusives by saying this isn't good for players. Changing the public view from PS has the best exclusives to a more... It's greedy to do this. Uh, similar to how Oculus got shit for paying... Uh, for games to be exclusives on their headsets. So yeah, I mean, Xbox have definitely been pushing that narrative. Um, and I think, not even like loosely, I think Phil Spencer has physically used the words exclusives are bad. Um, someone may have a link, someone may be able to correct me if I'm wrong. So Phil Spencer has pushed that. But... Um, Second place statement, if ever I've heard one. Yeah, it, it, and, and that's the thing. It's easy enough to say that when you're chasing. Um, but if you... if 
if Microsoft were out in the lead and selling two to one, Phil Spencer wouldn't be saying stuff like that. And I completely agree with the sentiment of what he's saying. But like Bibi says, that is a second place statement. We need to catch up. So we're going to say the right things. We're going to do the right things. Um, but there's also been conversations around exclusivity following that. And Xbox haven't always put their money where their mouth is. So they're very good at it from a PR perspective, which I would expect. Um, but they're not necessarily the same when it comes to a business uh, perspective, which I also would expect. Because at the end of the day, if you're not making the money, then it doesn't matter whatever. So, yeah. Uh, the software money far outweighs big time the hardware money for show for show um oh, good news for bib then we will end up with other 50 versions of elder scrolls 6 there you go bib will buy them all twice uh gary in response to ask him uh, software money says spot on they lose monies on the new hardware and make it back with all the software sales i can see some games being exclusive to game pass elder scrolls nope fallout nope smaller ips and new other stuff yep yeah, i think you're probably right there um uh, yeah I agree with that in terms of the bigger games definitely will be exclusive. But if they are just making, let's say, more indie-sized titles, I wouldn't be surprised if they just stay as part of the Xbox ecosystem um, and then branch out. So like we saw with Cuphead and Ori and things like that, making it to the Switch, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that with some of the smaller Bethesda games. Graham, are you drinking a Baileys? I'm not. I'm actually drinking um, some cold coffee. This stuff uh, is full-on Aldi special. Um Big bottle of espresso macchiato, uh, ready to drink iced coffee. One pound fifty, bosh for a full one liter bottle. There you go. Um, status, status quo is peak dad rock. I respect the pun. Good job, Gagad says Chappers. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you don't know status quo did. Uh, come on, you Reds, come on. I, I didn't actually know who did that song, so there you go. Uh, I just, I just know singing it, so there you go. Uh, I've got my own head remix of Tom Jones' Sex Bomb dugged into Sex Barn anytime you hear Sonic Grain's place. Well, it's funny because I have a button that does exactly that. Let me... I don't really, but I will do. Yeah. I will do. Sex Barn, Sex Barn, it's my Sex Barn. Uh, if exclusives are bad, does that mean Halo slash, uh, Halo slash Gears slash Forza on PlayStation? <laughs> no. Um, no, that's never going to happen. That, that would be like getting the Uncharted and Co. I mean, first party exclusives... Uh, I think, yeah, I think you just ignore first-party exclusives from that. I know, I know you obviously put the lull in, so you, you understand that. But, um, yeah, first for those that don't know, ignore first-party exclusives. So Uncharted, God of War, The Last of Us. You're probably never going to see those on an Xbox console, or at least un unless something drastic changes. Just like you're not going to see Halo, Gears, and Forza going the other way either. But third-party exclusives, which is now third-party exclusives in the awkward muddying of the waters, like Doom... Um, which weren't owned by either first party, now are, so that's where it gets a little bit complex. Do you know who made the name Doom, by the way? I only found this out after watching, um, I think it was High Score uh, on Netflix. Yeah, it was. It uh, was. Do you know who made the name Doom? Well, didn't, technically, but, but influenced it. Uh, Tom Cruise. There you go. Uh, it was based on... Um, they were looking for a name of the game and they were doing the normal sort of like kill death game face kind of thing, taser face, that sort of stuff. Um, oh, oh, my light's flickering. Uh, hey! <laughs> um, uh, that's the tinker with the electronics, by the way. Uh, actually, I'm going to sit my head out. No, 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 because I, I need to keep, keep working. Leave it, leave it. Um, so, yeah. In The Colour of Money, Tom Cruise has a pool cue, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that pool cue, I've not seen The Colour of Money for a million years ago, but that is called Doom, which is where they took the name from it. So Tom Cruise going, Doom, gave them the idea. So there you go, there you go. 
Uh, do you know what? Let's put a pin in that one. So, uh, the PlayStation Studios looks set to have its first Xbox game, uh, which is an amazing soundbite. PlayStation releases its first Xbox game. <laughs> but there yeah. you go. This is, what, this is what happens in the year 2021. Um, anyway, forget 2021. Let's go back a bunch of years and talk about something else. Goldeneye, Bib. Did you ever play Goldeneye? Have you ever heard of Goldeneye? Uh, I've was... never heard of it. I mean, I've, I've watched a film. Did you, did you know there was a game? Do you know, it? It, had, it had a decent single-play campaign. I don't think there was much else. Uh, <laughs> um, get my coffee up. There we go. Nice. Okay, let's jump on to some GoldenEye news. As Andy Robinson at VGC says, GoldenEye's 007's... Uh, no, let's start again. GoldenEye 007's cancelled Xbox remaster leaks in entirety via a two-hour video. The 2008 project was intended to release on Xbox Live Arcade. GoldenEye's uh, 007's cancelled Xbox remaster has leaked in its entirety via a two-hour video playthrough. The 2008 project was originally planned to release digitally on Xbox 360's Xbox Live Arcade platform, but it was ultimately cancelled due to rights issues despite the game being virtually complete. Although Microsoft... Uh, Oh, there we go. Although Microsoft rights holders Activision and original publisher Nintendo were said to have initially agreed on a licensing deal for the remaster, the project ultimately collapsed due to the sheer number of parties involved in approving the re-release. The existence of GoldenEye's Xbox remaster was first leaked via a 2008 issue of Xbox World 360 magazine in the UK. Xbox World 360 mag, I remember that. Um, mm -hmm. Followed by short videos published online in subsequent years. However, today's footage offers by far the most, uh, the most extensive look at the cancelled game. I'm going to hit play. Uh, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. There we go. <sighs> wow, this brings back memories. Uh, the remaster would have given players the option to switch between HD converted graphics and the original N64 visuals, and an online multiplayer mode was also planned alongside the iconic split-screen setup. GoldenEye's remaster would have also incorporated online leaderboards for speedruns as well as achievements. GoldenEye composer Grant Kirkhope, who was at Rare during the remaster's development but wasn't involved in the project, told VGC it was cancelled due to the sheer number of parties who needed to be convinced. The main reason it didn't happen was because there were too many stakeholders, he said. Microsoft, Nintendo, and Eon, which are the owners of the Bond license, could never agree on terms. And that's before you even start to consider getting all the original movie actors to agree to have their likenesses used again. It would have cost a lot of money to get it done. And because of that, the project probably wouldn't have been financially viable. In 2015, <sighs> breathe Xbox boss Phil Spencer yeah. suggested that due to the same issues, there was a little hope. Do you know what? We need an Xbox boss, box, boss, box, boss, 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 <laughs> as well. So in 2015, Xbox boss Phil Spencer suggested that due to the same issues, there was little hope of the GoldenEye project uh, ever being revived for modern platforms. Asked about the cancelled remaster by a, by a fan, Spencer tweeted, uh, GoldenEye rights are so challenging. Uh, looked at this many times. Lots of different parties to work with. We've always given up. Although Golden, uh, GoldenEye 007 was never released for Xbox 360, its spiritual successor, Perfect Dark, was eventually given the Xbox Live Arcade treatment and can be played on Xbox consoles to this day. Uh, last year, a fan project aiming to rebuild GoldenEye 007 in Unreal Engine 4 was shut down after three years of development. GoldenEye 25 was the work of self-taught uh, self 3D artist Ben Colclough, although uh, uh, due to release alongside Rare's 
Rare's FPS's 25th anniversary in August 2022. Swiss composer Yannick Zenhausen was due to create the game's music. The remake, which was inspired by the Cannes Goldeneye project for the Xbox Live Arcade, has received regular praise from original Goldeneye developers, including designer David Duck. However, in a statement, it was confirmed that Goldeneye 25 project would cease development at the request of Bond rights holder MGM. So, Goldeneye 007. Uh, the cancelled Xbox remaster has been leaked in a video. Mm. Uh, would you have liked to play through Goldeneye as a remaster? I mean, s- similar sort of graphics, but but upscaled. A, re- a remaster uh, of sorts. What are your thoughts? I think we'd have gone past it. I think it would have been a nice little nostalgic because I uh, it did mention it in the article actually. I did actually end up buying the Perfect Dark Xbox Live Arcade version of that game. It was a nice trip down memory lane, but it was so outdated. It was so clunky. It was... Visually, it looked okay, because obviously they give the graphics a little bit of a spruce up and that. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I think it would have done okay. I don't think it would have done anywhere. It's like it's like going back and playing a PlayStation 1 game that you had fond memories of, and then you realise it. The Getaway is a prime example of this. Jesus Christ. do not go... If you enjoyed The Getaway, do not go back and play it now, because it's so clunky. It's so awkward. It just... It'll ruin it for you. I did this maybe 18 months ago. I streamed it on this channel. There's a reason it didn't get a part two because it was just so bad. Like In my head, it's still a decent game, but try and play it now, it just won't work. I think we've moved way past this. It's nice to think, as soon as you think of the, the Nintendo 64, I, I my immediate game is to uh, obviously think of, um, of GoldenEye. So let's just keep it that way. Uh, I mean, it, it, to be fair, the, the trailer that's been put in here is two hour one. It looks really, really good. Um, but the, the one, we did actually get an, a GoldenEye game on the Xbox 360, and it was uh, GoldenEye Reloaded. Nothing like this. Um, zero. It was it was an okay game, um, but yeah, it was nothing like this. But I'm going to go out on a limit and say that this actually wasn't my favourite James Bond game. My favourite James Bond game was Tomorrow Never Dies on the PlayStation 1. I don't know if anyone else had ever played that one, but that was a game and a half. And that's not uh, me being a cool hipster trashing on GoldenEye because GoldenEye was a fantastic game. However, I don't know why Tomorrow Never Dies on a PlayStation 1 just got me a little bit more. That was such a good game in my opinion. I don't know how, but people have just figured out a way to return their subscriptions and our <laughs> subscriber numbers are dropping <laughs> considerably. But what? Yeah. <laughs> Fire as well was a fantastic game. Um, From Russia With Love, another fantastic game on the PlayStation 2. There was a lot of other games that obviously taken the Bond formula moved it forward a little bit because GoldenEye is it is a relic. It like just just go back and play it now, and I'm telling you now, your opinion will change massively. But it's a game that's definitely should be played then and there. <laughs> Chat says Tito says blasphemy. Gary Clark says how dare you, Bibby? Cancel sub. Uh, time to block Bibby across all platforms. Uh, so Iceman says this is a view to kill of humour. <laughs> um, I, I I disagree in terms of. Uh, Goldeneye is still my my all-time fave mm. Bond game. However, I do fully agree with the sentiment that go back and play it now. I remember is it like there's obviously the rose-tinted glasses and looking back on things kind of element. Um, hello, hey. Uh, I remember the the rose-tinted glasses looking back on things kind of element. I remember Goldeneye with these huge maps and and being odd job. And I mentioned odd job and, and walking into a vent the other day. And I, I, in my head, this this whole fucking ecosystem was huge and then two three years ago um went back and i don't know whether i can't remember whether i played it 
or whether I watched a YouTube video on it. I can't remember what it was. I think no, no, it was played it because I did it on my own. And I remember these these multiplayer battle maps being massive. I'm thinking in my head, battlefield uh kind of stuff in reality it was like four blokes stood in a garden with four wheelie bins and you're just chasing each other around it it was just mm. it, the maps were tiny so it in that sense hasn't aged content wise but yeah i think it still set yeah. an amazing bar um and it was i agree it, it was that all of that with it that kind of gave me much more whereas the other ones i just thought were like more like horrible movie tie-in sort of games but ironically the best thing about goldeneye wasn't the movie tie-in it was the uh pushing the the boundary on multiplayer sort of stuff um yeah whereas the other ones didn't to be fair, there hasn't actually been that many bad bond games if i'm being honest i think a lot of them was actually really good i think that that it's probably i mean last week's article on io interactive getting um the new James Bond Project 007 underway and working with Eon and Barbara Broccoli at Eon. Hey, what a name. Um, and she kind of said that they've had games that have had violence for violence sake. And I do agree with that sentiment. The games haven't been shit, but they were just action games um, yeah. as opposed to, like we were talking about, Bond games. They need more of a mix-up. A bit more of that siphon filter, stealthy sort of mm. vibe um, mixed in with some gunplay and stuff. So yeah, give me that, give me that. Um, Robert Daniel, there you go. Uh, there's a quote. For most part, the memories of older games are better than actually playing them again. Touche. Touche. The few games I will play now uh, I mean, I, that's part of, the, part of the reason for me is I don't like to go back and play old games because I realise that obviously things have progressed um, and it makes my opinions on things that I previously enjoyed go, oh, okay, it's naturally. In reality, it's a bit naff, and I, and I don't like to, to shit on my own memories mm. in that sort of sense. Very few games I will go back and play um, and still heavily enjoy. Um, yeah. Metal Gear, Solid 3, there you go, play that one. That's one that I can play over and over again because that one is is amazing, and we will all have some games that you can go back and play. Goldeneye wasn't one of those games that I could go back and still yeah. absolutely adore. Um Okay, let's jump back, jump back. I did see a, a wild precision dropping into the chat. There he is, Shaggers. Hey, hey oh, Shagger. B3. Oh, B3. Welcome in, welcome in. I'll read. Um, licensing is always a cock blocker in gaming. It sure uh-huh. is. I mean, something like... I could see um, something like... Uh, we've had with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remaster. I could see that for Goldeneye. But Tony Hawk was... Particular, particularly difficult because of audio uh, and um, brands and the individuals in the game that all needed to be licensed. But you times that by about a thousand and then you get what you've got with GoldenEye. So I could see GoldenEye coming back and having this sort of niche remaster that could churn money, but the amount of money that you'd need to put in to, churn that, uh, to make that remaster yeah. churn the money, you just wouldn't make it back. So I, yeah, as it mentions in the article, I could see a GoldenEye remaster, doing bits, but costing bits, so therefore not doing bits. So it's, it's, Unless something changes there, unless it suddenly becomes a priority for MGM and Eon to go, shit, we actually need to get GoldenEye back in because it's it's they went for the 25 years, or something that was key to the marketing of their next film. Um, unless it was on, like, very, very favourable, uh, favourable to them, it's just not going to happen. Um... Iceman says, I still have my copy of Tomorrow Never Dies. Do you think it's better than Goldeneye? That's the, that's the question. Um, uh, Did you ever play it, Tomorrow Never Dies? Me? Brief, yeah. Briefly. It, it didn't stick around in the mind. I, I, at that point, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, um, 
I was like quite into Bond at that point in time. I mean, that's the reason why on my wrist I have this. This is the uh, the, the GoldenEye uh, Amiga Seamaster, my favourite watch of all time. Um, I was quite heavily influenced by Bond at that sort of point in time. I mean, the films did get a bit naff towards the end of the uh, mm -hmm. Pierce Brosnan era, so I kind of dropped off and then revitalised by Daniel Craig. But yeah, maybe maybe, maybe it was the, the films not being as good, which made me think that the games were not as good as well. But I, I, I thought GoldenEye was a, an exceptional film as well. I'm invincible! Um, <laughs> but there you go. James Pond was the best, says Tito. <laughs> uh, the Quantum of Solace game on the on the 360 PS3 wasn't too bad either, actually. Um, yeah, going back to some old PlayStation games is brutal. I tried to play GTA 3 a while back, and it was hard. <laughs> Easy Tiger. It's not that kind of show. Woof, woof. Uh, bad joke alert. What's James Bond's favourite lottery game? Thunderball! Hey! <laughs> It was a bad joke. Correct. Uh, OP3 lives on through the channel. I couldn't be more proud of you, lads. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Bibby, what are you eating there? Uh, Gary says caviar sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's weird, actually, because we mentioned spam, and then Mrs. Bibby walks through the door with a spam butter, spam and cheese butter. Spam and cheese? Spam and cheese, mate. Have you never had spam and cheese? I don't, I don't think I have, but that's because I enjoy uh, fried spam or grilled spam so much that I, if, I was like... Well, might as well save the cheese for another sandwich and just give me the uh, the spam butter. Jobs hey, right. I mean, spam and egg is obviously the ultimate. Yeah. That's like the, you're not getting away from that. But spam and cheese, oh my god, spam. great style. <sighs> Love a spam and egg butter. I remember uh, the looks in the office. Has anyone seen um, Home Improvement? If you haven't seen Home Improvement, yes. Or, um, there is a specific noise that everyone remembers from Home Improvement. I went into work. Um, about I don't know, October time, we and we just had food left. We had like spam open from a spam body, and there was some left in the fridge. And Daniel was like, "What do you want for your dinner?" I was like, "Spam salad." You might as well use the spam anyway. Chopped up the spam, put it into a salad. And I remember getting to the office. I remember getting to the office, opening the salad and showing people like, "Look, I've got spam salad." And it was that home improvement noise that <laughs> just just <laughs> unanimous from across the office. So yeah, spam salad. Give it a try. It's a game changer. Um, no. I didn't have an N64. You said you don't want, you didn't want to contaminate spam with cheese and then you put it on a salad. Never had so much shit in all my life. Oh no, but yeah, I'm on a butter. I'm on a butter. Spam salad was just lobbing stuff into a tub. But if I'm having a butter, it's like like the same the same logic for bacon. I love bacon, and one of the, mm -hmm. one of the most drastic sins I could ever imagine is wasting bacon, which is why I, I won't trial putting brown sauce on bacon because I know red oh. sauce works. Uh, the Branston the Branston bacon sauce is the ultimate sauce it, the, you'll never get a better sauce than that uh we will see we will see so yeah i won't put brown sauce on bacon because if it's not as good then that's a waste of bacon and nobody should waste bacon. <laughs> so cheese well i'm already grilling it and putting ketchup on it and a fried egg so i don't need the cheese keep that over there <laughs> i mean if someone comes along with an extra bacon sandwich that's not mine then yeah yeah i'll try that one but i'm not wasting my sandwiches Whew, no um anyway um James Pond 2 Robocod was better. That was, a, that was a quality game, by the way. Robert Cop and Jonathan Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Brown on bacon is the go. I want some some BFC. Bifka? Bib yeah. Bibby fried <laughs> chicken. fucking chicken. Ah, okay. I was like, I was a Bifka? <laughs> yeah. Spam isn't like, like the sweepings up after all the good meat has been packaged up. It's not even that. It's not yeah. even the sweepings up. It's just the bits that stuck to the edge of like the choppers that they just scrape that off. It's probably 90% scrotum. Uh, but it's yeah. but it tastes good. 
Mm, screw to me. Mm, nom, 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 nom. Somebody, oh, fuck, that's been clipped. That's absolutely been clipped. Uh, yeah, as it stands for, something posing as meat. That's what spam stands for. It doesn't, but that's tastes good. I'm not, I'm not ass. Uh, mayo on a bacon sandwich. I was a doubter, but I've seen the light. Is that not a club sandwich? Well, then again, you have to have chicken for that. I think. Or turkey. But yeah. Chicken club, turkey club. I mean, mayo, just mayo? I'm not sure about that. But with... with BLT. Get some salad on it. A bit, a bit of lettuce. Uh, then, yeah, I'll take that. Um, I always end up hungry watching this channel. Sorry, Tito. <laughs> Slim Rock TV <laughs> says, this is the longest spam conversation I've ever heard. Well, you, my friend, <laughs> you, my friend, need to sit next to me in the real world because I will keep you going for hours. Not like that. Calm down. Uh... I, I used to, uh, my very first office job, I remember I went to work in a financial services firm. So I'd been working like uh, uh, newsagent retail um, in Huddersfield City Centre, which is just grungy retail business. Anyway, went to work for a nice financial services firm and every Friday they'd do a sandwich order um, and everyone's getting like, like I say posh sandwiches, just standard sandwiches really, like uh, just your bacon and brown sauce and stuff and I'm there can I get spam egg and beans on a butty please and they're all looking at me like home improvement noise again <laughs> what <laughs> so yeah spam oof, oof. spam on tiger bread oh, I love love spam tiger bread uh, oh, oh. oh god uh, Monty Python spam <laughs> song <laughs> anyway anyway let's stick a pin in the spam uh, let's move ahead because we are quickly running out of time and we could talk about Questionable pork-based products for many hours. Uh, also, not like that. Uh, Zeus McCool has followed. Uh, is Zeus McCool our very own Zeus McCool? Is this who I think it is? Mr. Dennison, is that you? Uh, please feel free to say hello in the chat. If it is, welcome in, welcome in. Um, it was just a massive fan of spam, clearly. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I mean, if, if anything is going to get you to follow a, a gaming uh, <laughs> podcast channel... Is it going to be talking about remake of a 007 game? Nah. Is it going to be talking about PlayStation Studios crossing onto the green side of games? Nah. Is it going to be a spam button? Yes! Smash the follow <laughs> button. You're goddamn right. Uh, <laughs> look, there we go. I said both Iceman and Magic Man with the mmm, screw to me. <laughs> Fam. Do you know what? I'm not even clicking those. But I'm going to click them afterwards. Thank you. Thank you very much for the clips. Appreciate it. Appreciate. What's an advert for your, for your video game podcast? Uh, <laughs> use this 30 second clip <laughs> I mean I'm saying something like mm, screw to me and then what did you say something like tastes like ass or something like that yeah, yeah, eating ass <laughs> eating ass beautiful beautiful anyway we're putting a pin in there let's move forward the next news article written by Steph Nunnally at VG247 says Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor's nemesis system was patented by Warner which is why it hasn't appeared in more games. There you go. So the reason you haven't experienced the Nemesis system from Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War in other games is because Warner Brothers patented it. Uh, the patent details the Nemesis system built for both games and was found by Game Maker's Toolkit and discussed in the latest video, which you can watch below. Thanks, PSU. Um, do you know what? I'm not going to hit play on it because if it's just a discussion... Okay, let's try it. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it there just for a bit of uh, moving imagery on screen. Uh, so if you're unfamiliar with a Nemesis system, it basically uses memory techniques, which means the game can remember actions performed that become part of the narrative. In turn, enemies in the game will remember what you have done the more you come into contact with them. In the Middle-Earth games... Um Named orc bosses that you kill will have their abilities passed down to another orc, but if you die at the hands of your enemy instead, said orc may rise up in the ranks with new abilities and will come after you again. 
orcs will also fight each other to rise up in the ranks. And because it has been patented, uh, patented, we will probably never see something exactly like it in other games. Maybe something similar, but not the exact system. For now, the closest thing we have to it is in Assassin's Creed Odyssey's mercenaries system. As RPS points out, this isn't the only system to be patented by a game maker. Bioware patented its dialogue wheel, and Take-Two filed a patent related to AI navigation developed by Rockstar. So, as someone that has the Middle-Earth games, but has never played the Middle-Earth games, the Nemesis system is something I have heard a lot about, but have never touched myself. Are you familiar with the Nemesis system, babe? I am. And I am deeply saddened as to why we haven't seen this in other games, but now I realise why. Uh, it's, it is a tragedy, really, because I genuinely playing um, playing uh, Shadow of War, uh, Shadow of Mordor when it first came out. I thought this is such a good, such a good mechanic. Like how have we never seen this in a game beforehand, and how have we never seen it in games afterwards? Um, so obviously this explains this explains why, which is an absolute tragedy, really. I think it's. Yeah, but well, I ne I didn't play Shadow of War, um, but I played Shadow of Mordor, and it was a, a brilliant, brilliant game. I, I have no idea why I haven't played Shadow of War, um, but yeah, it's, it is. I can't, it's such a good system. Um, I, I haven't played. I, if anyone's played Assassin's Creed, I've seen in the chat that that'll be that'll be great. But what is the other system that they use? What was it called? Uh, mercenary system the mercenaries is that is that similar like is it similar enough that they can get away with calling it mercenaries rather than nemesis um which by the way are two phrases from resident evil very interesting um that they haven't managed to do something along those lines it's it's like we've seen something the other day we did talk about the um the chat wheel being patented as well <clears throat> what game was that that patented that it was like a choice wheel Asim, Asim may be able to tell us, or, or Gary in the chat, because I know that I think they was having a conversation about this last week. Um, but there was a, the, you know, is it in, is it in Mass Effect? There's like a, a dialogue wheel in there, but that's been patented, so no one else can use that as well. It's, it's weird that you can get away with using mechanics like this because you, you, you yeah, you're kind of taking something and no one else can use it. Uh, but what about if they improve it? If they make it better, then can they not use it? Because it feels weird that you can't use something like that going forward because imagine if other companies could use this nemesis system now what kind of games that we're going to be getting off the back of that rather than just using the same system it being regurgitated like you can't no one else can improve this system it's literally in their hands now so yeah it's it's weird that we haven't been able to see anything else but it makes perfect sense the pattern that i didn't realize that you could do that kind of thing in the game but here we are it is interesting <clears throat> for something that that is basically advanced ai um so the systems are learning as you go i mean that kind of stuff happens anyway um in in quite a few games but to that extent i mean usually if you patent something um something of of a technology uh, something being technology like that there's a reason for it it's because you're protecting it either because it's an exceptional advancement that you want to sell or because it's an exceptional yeah. advancement that you want to use um so does that mean i mean they've not sold that off to anyone else yet does that mean that we can see warner brothers uh using that in more of their games warner brothers uh, warner games froze we didn't really see anything from them until last week as we mentioned they are taking more of a shift towards um um what's, what's, what, what's it called live service there we go they're taking more of a shift towards live service uh games um 
could that be something that they weave into their live service elements or even just into their single player games they have a lot more games coming now in terms of uh we've got two different um dc games in terms of kill the justice league mm. and gotham knights is that what it was called um plus a harry yeah. potter game could we see this system then weaved into those potentially uh potentially potentially i do like i do like it uh, it's interesting though in terms of how far other brands can go in terms of that because because having a system that learns from your steps and then improves that as you uh, go over time in terms of weaving the story around you that's kind of how all stories are really meant to go so yeah other games that will have their own adaptive ai systems in there how close can they go to that mechanic or how wide reaching is that patent because it almost seems like every game kind of needs that in essence so yeah, yeah. It, is, it is it is a bizarre one to see it um patented but there you go that's the reason why it's not it's not being used everywhere robert daniel says i love that system uh uh, did you did you see the link I put before that? Says Iceman. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, perfect for right now. Which one was that one? Uh, and I saw I saw uh, the Monty Python. I, I saw the Monty Python one. Um, I didn't see what was that one? Oh no, that was the uh, yeah. I think I think I mentioned the Monty Python one. Uh, unless I just mentioned it in my head, but I did see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, superb system and very underrated game, says Mr. T. Um, how can you patent job promotion? Uh, <laughs> exactly, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, an orc did its job, got promotion. Job's a good one. Um, Nemesis system has AI learnings involved, whereas the system in AC is just your basic tiered enemies. Ah, okay, it's going to be Mordor uh, trying to get the patent for the Nemesis system. <laughs> it's going to be Mordor. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it would be cool to see in the new Batman game, says Slimrock. And Gagad has dropped to the back of the ice cream van lurking. Thank you very much for being here, Gagad. Are you just, just chilling at the back of the ice cream van? It very much helps. As mentioned, um, we do have a lot of people that jump into the streams and are vocal, as you guys can be. Um, but even if you just uh, just sat here at the back of the ice cream van lurking or, or just dropping a host, whatever, we appreciate it all. It does help the channel grow. Um, and it slowly is. Look, 32 people in here. I mean, not not too long ago, we were streaming to just me, Bib, and his cat, uh, which is the only reason that Bibby has a cat is just to increase the viewership. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. so. She's locked on now. <laughs> bless her. Bless her. Um, so, yeah, there you go. If you wondered why the Nemesis system hasn't been used in many other games, it's because it has been patented. So, there you go. Warner Brothers killing the games industry with more exclusivity. I'm <laughs> joking. Um, it'd be interesting to see, though, whether it does come back. We'll, we'll revisit this conversation in however many months it's going to be. Is one of the games coming out from to, from this year, one of the, the Warner Brothers games, was it Gotham Knights first? Yeah. And then so. kill the Justice League after. So we'll see. Well, we'll see. Um, there's been a Mordor, says Precision. Exactly. E, e. Yeah. Uh, or if you're from Chicago, Moida. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, or if you're from uh, north of England, Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> anyway, final story of the day. Nintendo Switch is now on sold the 3DS. Is that a surprise, Bib? Uh... No, I mean big news. Uh, to be fair though, yeah, it kind of it kind of is because of 3D. Well, let's read the article and I give him a thoughts and opinions afterwards. Okay, Tom Phillips at Eurogamer says Nintendo Switch has now sold the 3DS. Switch Lite alone almost equals the Wii U. Woo! 
So the latest Switch sales figures are in, and the momentum behind Nintendo's hybrid console is clear. Nintendo Switch is now on 79.87 million consoles sold, enough to beat the lifetime total uh, of the mighty and long-lived Nintendo 3DS, which recorded 75.94 million over its years on sale. In the three months covering the 2020 holiday sales season, October to December, Switch sales were up 7% year-on-year, with 27% uh, of those sales for Switch Lite. Just on its own, Switch Lite is now only a few thousand sales from beating Wii U's lifetime figure of 13.56 million consoles. This graph from games industry analyst Daniel Ahmad, who's a good follow, by the way, on, on social media, uh, tracks the Switch's sales performance versus recent Nintendo hardware and shows the console is on track to overtake Wii by the end of 2021. Um, let me click on this, see if we can see the graph. There we go. You can actually see the graph now. Uh, Ta-da! All oh, lines going up. Yay! But um, <laughs> Switch is this purple line here so you can see the growth uh, trajectory not quite the same as the wii but now um overtaking it at that point so the wii basically had a bit more traction to begin with but the switch now picking up pace at that point the fastest arc out of all uh, console growth in that period i'm going to back into the article to continue uh, there we go uh, bring it back on screen Recent Nintendo game releases which sold well include Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which is 3.5 million, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, 1.94 million, and the AR-powered Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, 1.08 million. But as ever, Nintendo's back catalogue of evergreen hits continued to shine, uh, has continued to shine. At the front of the pack is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is now on an incredible 33.41 million copies sold. Caveat in there, that is bundled with switches, so those stats are duked. Uh, I mean, Mario, Arcade, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a great game, but it's also just given with every switch that's ever bought yeah. ever, so yeah, okay. Um, only just behind, however, is Animal Crossing New Horizons on 31.18 million. Okay, now that is more impressive. Uh, astonishing. Another bundle as well, though. Don't forget. Yeah, just one bundle, though, whereas, whereas Mario Kart 8 is pretty much. Have you got. Have you, I'm just buying Mario Kart 8. Nice. Do you want a free copy of Mario Kart 8 with that copy of Mario Kart 8? Yeah, all right, nice. Whereas Animal Crossing is <laughs> kind of like mainly done it on its own steam. But astonishingly, it's almost beaten Mario Kart 8's deluxe lifetime sales in under a year, and nearly 40% of all Switch owners have bought a copy. In terms of Nintendo's coffers, the company is having a hugely successful year. Oper operating profit is up 98% year on year to 521 billion yen or 3.6 billion pounds what will 21 bring Ooh, that's big 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 monies mm -hmm. so unsurprisingly uh hello says jenkins i'll read i'll read hello. jenkins as things love as things um N nintendo switch has outsold 3ds thoughts babe mm -hmm. uh does the 3ds include the 2ds as well though because I know it's from the same family because it still does the same thing. Um, so you can play 3DS games on your on your 2DS um, and vice versa. Um, but yeah, this is this is massive. I didn't I didn't think well it's mm, so it's out so this is outsold the Wii, the 3DS and the, and obviously the Wii U. Fucking hell, anything's gonna sell the Wii U. I think Evercade is gonna sell sell Wii U. Um, <laughs> But Nintendo DS, Nintendo DS is the one that I'm looking forward to see whether or not it will break it, and it will break it. It will be less than 12 months we're going to see that getting broke. But this is—it's just a phenomenal console. Like, 
I know Vern's been Vern were giving me a load of shit because I haven't got that many games for mine, but I just keep, seem to keep on playing the same game. I actually started playing uh, DC Universe Online again this weekend. I, I used to play the shit out of that on my PlayStation uh, 4 when that first came out, but I've re-downloaded it on my Nintendo Switch. I was playing that over the weekend, a great game if you want. Um, but this, it, it just seems to get stronger and stronger. We haven't even had Breath of the Wild 2 yet, and I think when that inevitably drops... That's going to be another game changer. Um, so this is going to—I reckon this will probably be ninety million before the year's out. If I'm, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, to confirm, you mentioned um, is the 2DS and the 3DS um, together at one point in that? Um, it isn't. So the 3DS, the Switch, the Nintendo DS family, which includes the 2DS, um, the Wii, and the Wii U, are tracked as separate sales. Obviously, the baseline right, okay. going along the bottom of the screen. Um, selling about four is Wii U. Now that's like, it was about, was it, is it like 13 million? Oh, there you go. It's, yeah. it's, that's there. 13 million for the Wii U. It's Three. such a shame. They did have some fantastic games, and the games that were on the Wii U are now being ported over to the Switch and selling so much more than they did on the Wii U. It's, it is a shame it died because at the time it was a, a revolutionary console, probably not as going far as that, but the games that were getting brought out on that were fantastic games. And it's good that we're getting to see a second light of these games now on the Nintendo Switch. But it's a shame that that console died as much as it did. Uh, I've brought another graph on screen now, which shows you um, cumulative global sales for the first 60 months from launch. At the top in the first 60 months is Wii, uh, followed by PS4, followed by PS2, uh, followed by PS1. Obviously, this is only the first 60 months. Um, PS2 eventually went on to be the best-selling ever. Um, but the Switch has an incredible growth arc at that point compared to anyone else. Everyone else has started to flatten uh, by that point, whereas the, the the Switch is definitely much more vertical at that point. So, yeah. could it have the PS2 in, in, in line? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That, that would be something amazing. Like, even if it can get close to that, that would be absolutely amazing. But are we three... No, are we four years into the Nintendo Switch now? And we've had one... Re sorry, two revisions. One for extra battery power and one for a lighter version of it that can't be plugged into the TV. We are going to be getting this Pro version at some point, Graham. I will put my house on it. Um, so will that be included in the Nintendo Switch family or will it be a, a, as a separate SKU? I mean, the light is in with this SKU as well. So I, I think this will definitely reach 100 million by the time the console gets discontinued but will it reach the will it reach the dizzy heights of the playstation 2 i don't know i'm gonna say no i, I, I still feel no but i mean what, what, what do i know i mean i wouldn't have thought the switch would have um got anywhere near the, the ds family um and it's just about to crap all over that in terms of the switch is at 79.9 the mm -hmm. nintendo ds um after 46 months, had 83 million. Um, but the growth yeah. of this, in comparison to that, is, is much, much uh, more significant. The the yeah. Pro is almost definitely going to be in, in this family because, I mean, looking at the PS4 line, that includes the PS4, the PS4 Slim, and the PS4 Pro all within it. So that's mm -hmm. the Switch, the Switch Lite, and the Switch Pro, if it, yeah. if it does come out. So, but Look at all the Mario games that have come out recently. They've either been remakes of older games or been uh, ports and slightly upscaled to be able to be compatible with the Nintendo Switch. Not to say, as well, that the, the Mario uh, Mario Kart 8 was a game that was on the Nintendo, uh, the sorry, the Wii U, um, and it's been brought over. They made a deluxe version. They've added a load more cars and stuff like that. We haven't even seen a brand new Mario Kart on this console yet. 
again, we haven't seen Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild obviously came out on the Wii U as well. Um, so, yeah, it, we, I think we're starting to see a lot more uh, unique games and first IP, what, like uh, Animal Crossing is a massive, massive example of this. It's a bra- it's a, not a brand new game, but it's a new game in the series that's been exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. It's a game that we haven't seen for a while. And we've now seen on the Nintendo Switch how many consoles that's all. And that was a console seller as well, let's not forget. A lot of people who probably didn't pick up a console before then. With COVID happening last year, like uh, my friend has 700 hours on that game. It's ridiculous how long he's been playing it for. But it's it. as soon as we see a new Mario Kart, as soon as we see Breath of the Wild 2, I think these numbers will just they'll, they'll fly. The consoles will fly. The games will fly. Full show. Full show. Mr. T says, I'm probably the odd one out. But hope the Switch Pro heightens my interest in playing the console. Always go to my PS5 or Xbox Series X instead. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say you're the odd one out, but I wouldn't say that you're definitely the main trait. And I think that's the good thing about the Switch. The Switch for different people, um, because of that late growth that we've seen in it from their arc, a lot of people found it early and played it a lot more early, and a lot of people are fairly mm. new to it. So Bibby mentioned Vern. Vern having a, a really good time playing the Switch uh, and... Um, having family playing the Switch as well. We played it a little bit more consistently a couple, couple of years ago, a year ago, something like that, but I haven't touched mine in months. Um, yeah. We bought um, uh, Animal Crossing a year ago when it came out, and it was loaded up probably once. It wasn't It wasn't a game for us anyway, but it's, it, that kind of affirmed it for us. So, yeah, no, I agree. It, I, I definitely do gravitate more towards my PC or my home consoles. Consoles and then PC in that order for me at the moment. Um, and then Switch is my third system. That said, um, yeah. I mean, we're probably all in the same boat that should traveling ever be a thing ever again, they would all get packed mm. into our suitcases. So, so it's, def- it's definitely still there. It's still the good alternative for me. It's not the primary console. It's, it's, it's my tertiary console, but it's good. Yeah. You see, I play mine downstairs in the front room. Like if Samantha's watching something on TV, not particularly something that I'm interested in, Let's get my switch out, and that's essentially why I've managed to put quite a few hours in this weekend on DCU. Um, but yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love mine. Again, I, <laughs> I should, I should be probably investing more games into it. Uh, but what more, what, what games do you need apart from Skyrim? <laughs> exactly, and on that bombshell, um, and also the follow from is it Radiant? Uh, I, uh, thank you very much for the follow. If, if I've pronounced it wrong, please do let me know in the chat. But we are going to wrap things up. Um, that is the end of the scoop. Just to give you a quick refresher of the studios, PlayStation Studios are bringing games to Xbox. GoldenEye 007 cancelled Xbox game never got released, but has been leaked. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor's Nemesis system, uh, Nemesis system is so good that you can't use it anywhere else. Not that it's a case of no one's bothered with it. They have patented it, which is why you don't get to play anywhere else. Um, that has just been confirmed. Um, I mean, it was confirmed a long while ago, but someone has just un- uncovered the pattern. And then finally, the uh, the Switch sales continued to absolutely shit out uh, new consoles. So, so yeah, nice. That's a technical term taken from Damad, uh, Daniel Ahmad, industry analyst. Switch shitting out sales. There you go. Enjoy. Enjoy. We are going to disappear, though. Um, I do have... Oh, shit, I'm actually over for my meeting. So I'm going to jump into a meeting now. So I won't be back on this afternoon. I, I, are you jumping on with anything, Bib? Or... Uh... Yes, but it might have to be a quick depart. I've got someone coming clean in the gutters later on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I should be, I should be okay until at least like half two. Nice, nice. Um, okay, we will jump off. Uh, Bib will be... Are you jumping straight back on or should I drop a raid on someone else first? 
Uh, I will be. I'm just gonna go make a brew, and then I'm jumping straight back on. Nice, nice. Okay, well, you go grab yourselves a brew. Baby will be jumping back on with any ideas. Is it, it Morpez? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I'm gonna run with more Pez. Nice. If you want to see some uh, some classic Pez, then feel free to stick around in the channel. Bibby will be back on shortly. In the meantime, um, before we go and get set for all that, Bib, is there anything else you want to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us today on this Monday morning. Uh, if you do have any video game news and you want to be involved with the show, there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, fans on social media. Uh, Madge is putting the links in the chat now. You absolute shagger. Thank you very much. Uh, is that ice cream loads across all major social media platforms? Uh, as well as joining us on Discord as well, the uh, the link is on there. Um, in fact, roll back. I know you said at the beginning of the show, but shall we just record it and put it into the Discord again? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that because I've, I've got the spin wheelie stuff set up on my system anyway, so we can do it that way. So yeah, yeah. I'll send you all the things as well. Yeah, nice. Um, a reminder: the loot drop is for subs only. So if you're a sub, um, then just make sure that your sub is active today, uh, and then you will be automatically entered into the the loot drop as long as you're in Discord. If you're a sub and you're not in Discord, um, and you don't have Twitch and Discord accounts linked, you don't get access to the loot drop channel. If you can't see that channel, you're not going to be factored in, so you could be missing out on uh, ICU merch of your choice. Uh, like I say, that could be a mug, or it could be a t-shirt, or a hat, or it could be uh, the ICU esports jersey with your custom name. Whatever you want to choose, uh, take the pick, providing that you win. Exclamation mark loot drop gives you the details, as Madge has dropped in to the chat. What a guy. What a guy. There with the yeah. Discord, there with socials, and now with a loot drop. Wonderful, wonderful. Legend. Uh, Chapa saying, classic Pez gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Master of the League will return at some point, by the way, just with all work stuff going on. We're just holding it off for that because it will just be, um, yeah, interrupted and stuff. So it will return, it will return. Anyway, we will drop off. We're not going to raid our host because we're going to jump back on in about the time it takes Bibby to make a brew and stuff. So stick around, <laughs> get yourselves a brew, get yourself comfortable, and we'll see you back here in a, fr uh, in a few. Well, Bib will. I'll be in the chat lurking behind the scenes. So yeah, as, as Keiki says, work. Yeah, exactly. It's the sex ban. Sex ban, sex ban. <laughs> uh, that's it. We are going to go see you back here in a few. Grab yourself a brew. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.